Hi, I'm Tina Smith, and welcome to the Sunday edition of Raising Kids on Your Knees. This edition is called The Weekly Arrow. The Weekly Arrow is your introduction to our prayer sheet and daily devotions, which run Monday through Friday. I invite you to spend the next few minutes preparing to pray and parent life into the lives of your children this week. Welcome back to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. I hope you've been enjoying this series that I've been doing on who you are in Christ. What actually happened when you became a follower of Jesus? There was so much that happened at the cross. I hope that you're having a great day. I want to tell you that this episode of Raising Kids on Your Knees is being brought to you by the Raising Kids on Your Knees Prayer Tribe. You can become a part of a growing global community of prayer warriors who are praying life into the lives of their kids on a daily basis. Head over to the website, raisingkidsonyourknees.org, and subscribe to the Prayer Tribe. You will get a free prayer sheet on Sundays, and you will also get a daily devotion that goes along with those prayer sheets to help you step up your spiritual parenting. So this week, as I'm talking about who you are in Christ, we're going to wrap it up, this three-part series, and talking about how we are secure in Christ. So before the fall of man in the Garden of Eden, we were given complete dominion over all of creation. But when sin entered the human race, that dominion was replaced by a sense of weakness and helplessness. Our need for control and strength has become a driving force to give us security. In his book, Victory Over the Darkness, Neil Anderson, if you don't have this book, I highly recommend it. It is a life-changing read how Neil Anderson goes back and shows you in scripture what your identity is and the power of that. But he says in his book, Victory Over the Darkness, people attempt to meet this need for security by learning to discipline themselves or by seeking to control and manipulate others. Nobody is more insecure or sick than controllers. They wrongly believe they can establish themselves by trying to control and manipulate other people or circumstances in life. In other words, they are trying to play God. The fruit of the Spirit is not spouse control or child control or environmental control. It is self-control. I don't know about you, but that walks all over my toes. Trying to control and play the Holy Spirit and The lives of those around me is a surefire way of usurping the authority of Jesus Christ in their lives and in ours. The truth that will help us to overcome manipulation and control is knowing that we are 100% secure in Christ alone. There is no need to control our environment or to feel secure. So this week, we are going to be talking about five different things that will help us to learn how secure we are in Christ and help us to stop controlling everybody else around us. First of all, the thing I want to talk to you about is in Romans 8.1, it says there is no more condemnation for those who belong in Christ Jesus. There's no condemnation. I lived so many of my years under a cloak of condemnation. I would feel condemned by others by words they would say. I'd feel condemned by God because of the things I did or didn't do. But every time we believe, and I believe that judgment of others over the truth of who I was in Christ and what the Bible says, it was like taking this big long coat 
out of the closet on a hot summer day and choosing to wear it around and be miserable. It was a horrible existence. Condemnation is such a harsh taskmaster that no one who belongs to Jesus has to labor under. Condemnation, is it also has this traveling companion, and his name is false guilt. Feeling guilty over things we haven't done is going to leave you weighed down and unable to move. Learning to choose and believe the truth that there is no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus, that is the very thing that set me free from the burden of wearing that heavy cloak around. And it gave me the ability to kick false guilt to the curb. So let me remind you, there is no condemnation for those of us who are in Christ Jesus. Romans 8.28 also says, And we know that God causes everything to work together for good, for for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. So as I'm walking around in my sin for so many years, even after receiving Jesus, and yes, you did hear that right, I received Jesus Christ as my Savior, but then I walked according to my flesh. I did all those things that made me feel good. Every choice I made wasn't out of a heart of love or obedience for God, but it was out of what I wanted to do. Can anybody out there relate relate to that? When I finally chose to allow God to be the boss of my life and what that looked like was as I bowed my knee and I put a stake in the ground and I said, Lord Jesus, I am choosing to follow you no matter what the cost is. Though you slay me, yet will I trust you just like what Job did. But after I did that, God began redeeming all of those things, all of those dark things that led me to a a place almost of destruction, he began redeeming those. And it was because I was following him. It's, it's, It's pretty cool what God can do when you choose to bow your knee to him, this side of glory. Maybe you're going through some tough times right now. They could be of your own choosing, or they could be because of the choices of others. No matter what the reason, I want you to know that Jesus can use all of those things to work together for your good when you love him above all things. We are so secure in him in that. And in Romans 8:38, these are my husband's favorite verses. It says, "And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death or life, neither angels or demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow." Not even the powers of hell can separate us from the love of God. Listen, I've made some big mistakes, but even in those big mistakes, nothing separated me from God's love. Most of us have experienced separation of some sort. Those feelings of separation from someone you love can be excruciating, whether they're from death or a move or discord in a relationship or even a life change. We can rest assured That there is absolutely nothing that can separate us from God's love. And I want to remind you that there is absolutely nothing that your children can do that will separate them from God's love for them. He loves them even more than you do. And even when they're walking away and they're prodigals and they're rebellion or whatever, I want to encourage you. I know there are moms and dads out there who have prodigal children. God loves them and his goodness and his mercy are following them all the days of their life, and he loves them. 
So remember that there, his love for you and for your children comes with no conditions. It's absolutely unconditional. We are secure in the love of God forever. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. You know, fear is always crouching at the door, isn't it? The Bible tells us over and over and over again that we need not be afraid. I believe that's no coincidence. God reminds us of that so many times because he knows one of Satan's biggest tactics is fear. He's always nipping at our heels with fear. Every day we get out of bed, it seems like something will come up throughout the day to instill fear in us. I want to remind you that fear is not from God. It's from the enemy and he knows its effectiveness in distracting us from the power, love, and self-discipline that God has given us. Fear robs us of the victory we have in Christ and it takes our focus off of him. When you're tempted to fear this week, I want you to remember it isn't God who is tempting you. And the temptation isn't the sin. It's what you do with it. What are you going to do with fear today? And in 1 John 5, 18, it says, We know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning, for God's Son holds them securely, and the evil one cannot touch them. I want to wrap it up today, and I want to talk about this whole idea of how sin robs us from the security we feel in Christ. One of our greatest gifts that God has given us is our security in Him. We all desire to be secure. Think about little babies. They, one of the things they love the most is being swaddled in a blanket for like the first weeks or months of life. And that's because they came from a place of security where they were snug and warm and just bundled in their mother's wombs. But even as an adult, we long to feel secure. When Jesus died on the cross and was raised back to life and seated at the right hand of the Father, it restored us to a secure life in him. We are seated in Christ at the right hand of the Father. That's what the Bible says. The only thing that really can make us feel, and I put that in quotes, feel insecure in Jesus, is our choice to sin. Today's verse reminds us that as a child of God, we don't make a habit of sinning because sin separates us from the Father and it thus robs us of the security we sense in him. Confession of our sin and repentance of our sin is what will bring us back into fellowship with our Heavenly Father and restore us to security in Him. You are secure in God, and it's a choice to believe that. I hope this week is encouraging to you. I hope you're following along in the daily devotions, and I will meet you back here next week for the Weekly Arrow. You have a great day. for joining me for this edition of the Weekly Arrow. I'm so glad you're here. Come back tomorrow as we begin this week's daily devotions. You can receive the Weekly Arrow together with this week's free printable prayer sheet in your email when you subscribe to the Raising Kids on Your Knees Prayer Tribe. Simply go to our website, RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org to sign up and join a growing global community of prayer warriors who pray daily for their children.